What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the special edition show we have on the Myerson Street Podcast. Yes, once again, I'm without my co-host, Mr. Tony Stroot. But we will get by. Uh, the whole point of this special edition podcast, and we'll do it uh, a few other times, I'm sure, is to bring in some guests and friends from around the U.S. and even around the world just to understand what's going on uh, with this craziness in our world. Uh, and tie in some sports and hopefully just add some entertainment to your day. So with that, enjoy. You're listening to the Myers and Stroop Podcast, your source for poor advice. Yeah, duh. Let's go with me. Useless information. Works for me. And oh, uh, did we mention fantasy football? With your hosts, Nate Myers and Tony Stroot. So, all right. Thank you for being my guinea pig on this uh, this first podcast. You know, really, what I want to do is I want to reach out to. I mean, we have a huge network of friends and like just colleagues from all over the U.S. and just kind of see what the hell is going on. Um, so, we'll start off with if you want to just introduce yourself. Let me know your name and where you're from. Uh, my name is Brent Butler, and I'm from Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Thank you. Are you currently living in Bartlesville? You where are you living right now? I'm in Bartlesville originally. Uh, okay. I'm born and raised in Tulsa, but live in Bartlesville. Okay, cool. So with everything going on, I guess with with one word with all this, uh, how would you describe you know your situation with the coronavirus? Um, fucking crazy. That's that's two words, sir. <laughs> so it's either fucking or it's crazy. Um, more, well, I'm married, so it's more so the second. (laughs) (laughs) Also, is this, uh, is this PG 13 or is this rated R? It's it's rated R. All right, cool. Yeah. So it's fucking crazy. So I guess you, earlier we had spoken, I know you mentioned, obviously you've got kiddos and your wife's in the the medical field. So, you know, if you want to just kind of. I'm I'm really curious to to know what what is going on from your perspective and kind of what what you deal with to kind of support your wife and what she's going through and I think there's a lot of people that don't even they don't even know anybody firsthand as far as what what they're seeing so I mean the forum is yours. Um, I am well. First off, I'm not a medical medical professional. I'm just <laughs> married to one. <laughs> So, um, disclaimer throwing it out there. (laughs) Yeah. So being in the medical profession right now is fucking insane. Yeah. Um, my wife is a nurse. She's been a nurse since all her life. Um, and she has been tasked with being in charge of the Corona unit in at our hospital in our city and last week she worked about 120 hours and um it's only going to continue to grow as far as her working um from here on out i'm just uh preparing for the day when she calls me and she says i'm not coming home for x amount of days and you're on your own 
and I got a five-year-old and a 13-year-old. And uh, I mean, I knew this going in, what I signed up for, what her profession was. She obviously knew what she signed up for. And, uh, you know, so we'll just kind of roll with the punches. And um, so just I have a an utmost respect for anyone that is in the medical profession right now or, you know, EMT, doctors, nurses, truck drivers. I mean, grocery store workers. I mean, shit, they're keeping this fucking country going right now. And uh, while well, the rest of us bones are just sitting at home drinking beer and talking on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's, I mean, it's for, for a lot of people, it's, it's not real. Um, you know, and I think there's different cities. I mean, you read on the news where it's, it's definitely impacting people, but I think, you know, there's a lot that either they, they're not connected with anybody that's in the medical field or they don't know anybody that's been, has it. yeah, it's, it's, it's still, we're a bit disconnected, you know, from it. So just kind of understanding, you know, what was maybe your initial take? when this all first came down, you know, and we started getting news out of China versus then like when your wife started getting more involved, you're like, okay, wait a minute. Like there's, there's a little bit more to this than just something we read in the news. Oh, definitely. I was, um, very skeptical. Um, I'm not a big, uh, politic guy or conspiracy I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't read into a lot of that bullshit. And I was like, you know, we've had the flu. It's from what I'm hearing, it's kind of like the flu. And then day after day, it was like, I don't really, you know, China being communist country, it's hard to believe anything that comes out of there. So I was like, eh, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. I'm just going to keep on L-I-V-I-N. And, uh, my wife started, you could kind of see it like almost like a, uh, a clock, like tick, 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 like more concerned, more concerned, more concerned. And then one day she's like, shit's about to hit the fan. I'm like, oh, okay. You're concerned. If you're concerned, I, I should probably be concerned. And then like, you know, New York's going on quarantine. There's national guard people and people are dying and. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is for real. Um, I better get serious about this. And so, yeah, I mean, I was one of those. In the beginning, I was very, I was like, you know, probably 95% of Americans, like, oh, you know, whatever, it's a flu. And now I'm like, oh, you know, you know, this is real. It's it's scary. And um, my uncle's. Uh, I guess my uncle's wife, I don't know how to, my aunt, I don't know. Um, she passed away yesterday. She got sick. Um, the day before went on a ventilator and like two hours later, she's dead. And they didn't have a, uh, she got tested for Corona, but they haven't got the results back. So I don't know if it was Corona or not, but, um, she went into like respiratory distress and they put her on a ventilator and she's gone. So, yeah, I don't know if it's Corona, but with what's going on right now, 
it sounds like it. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's a very serious situation going on right now. Yeah, man. Sorry to hear that. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, is there in terms of Bartlesville? You know, I I know I'm in I'm in the Houston area. So <clears throat> today, you know, they just made that pretty stringent as far as you know staying at home uh, to work safe. There's only you know, certain areas or certain uh, really facets of business that are allowed to work that are in certain sectors. You know, if you're a quote unquote essential. Yeah, you know, me- medical field and energy and just you know if you're working with uh, <clears throat> with the city you know it's just there's a lot of people that still have to go to work but you know they've mandated essentially people are staying from home if you, you got to get groceries you got to go to the doctor we get it but other than that you know stay in your house so is it the same in Bartlesville right now or have they gotten to that point or is it more extreme no it's, it's not more extreme it's um, I mean, Houston went on quote unquote lockdown first. Um, there was a, a, uh, oh, a city council meeting last night and the mayor, um, shut down bars and restaurants, restaurants, inside service. They can do curbside pickup, mm-hmm. uh, but he shut the bars down. Um, and, I work for a large oil and gas company and it we're pretty much shut down except for essential employees. We're kind of running on skeleton crews right now. Um, but you know, I'm obviously grocery stores are open. Um, they're doing like the first hour for senior citizens and, um, health compromised people. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, not completely locked down, but it's it's leaning that way. The hospital just went to uh, no visitors for any patients, mm-hmm. which is good because you know they're trying to uh, you know eliminate anything any contagions coming inside. But if you think about being a patient in there, I mean it's very sad because you're in there all alone and. I'm, obviously, if you're in the hospital, you're scared, so and you can't have anybody there to, you know, help you or comfort you that you know, like a familiar face, and that you know that's scary. I just think about like, what if that was me in there, and you know, I couldn't see my kids or I couldn't see my wife, and that you know that's scary. But I understand why they're doing it. But I mean, we're pretty much <clears throat> not totally shut down, but it's uh, we're on the we're on the road to being there. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, do you guys take any extra precautions, you know, with your, your wife working there just to, uh, is, is it more worrisome, you know, potentially with anything being brought home, you know, with her being around it, or is that a, is it more of a heightened concern? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I love my, I know she, she's very good at what she does and I know that she's going to do everything possible to do as she can to, you know, not bring it home. But on the other hand, it's a virus and you can't see it. And who knows if, you know, nothing is ever a hundred percent, but I mean, at the same time, you know, 
if you're going to get it, I, you're going to get it. You know what I mean? And she's offered to basically live at the hospital. And while that may increase or decrease, you know, it may increase the chances of her not bringing it home. It also decreases her sanity and her ability to get rest and all this stuff. So it's kind of a double, double-edged sword. Like, you know, what could it be safer? Maybe, but she also takes every necessary precaution possible to make sure that she doesn't bring it home. And, you know, she has kids and, they need to see their mother and you know, yeah. I need to see my wife. She wants to see me. I mean, where, where do you draw that? Where do you draw the line? I mean, as far as trying to be, trying to be safe or like trying to, trying to be safe and then like just totally alienating people that you love, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's just uh, hard to sit. It's, it's a, it's, it's just hard. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Well, I think, you know, just listen to you, man. And it's pretty, being in that position is pretty selfless, you know, to be able to be in there and help people knowing that you're making a lot of sacrifices. And I know that's probably why she went into that field in the first place. You know, oh yeah, she's a she's a fucking rock star, yeah, and, that, and that and that's that's pretty amazing, man. Like just to to make that sacrifice, just like you said, that that one person that might be in there feeling it about as low as they can because they're sick and they can't have any visitors. You know, at least you know she can help support that and get them through. You know, and be that person. So that's you know that sacrifice and that time away. You know, I think that's that's pretty fucking noble. Um, oh yeah, for so. sure. I mean, if someone's like, Hey, will you walk into this room? There's a really sick person that wants to talk to you. Like, Oh no, get away from me. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. you know, I, I can't do that. You know, <clears throat> it, 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 takes, it, it takes a special breed and I am not that breed. <laughs> well, I think you're, you're a different sort of breed. So while you're, well, your oh, wife yeah. is your wife is helping support everybody, you know, and help helping them feel good about what's going on and and doing whatever she can on that front. I know, obviously, then you've got a completely different front, um, and I can relate because you know, we've got a five year old and a a, a three nager, um, and it is chaos at, at times and. I say that not even being the one responsible for him. I'm just saying on behalf of my wife. So, I mean, kind of <laughs> let me know what is the chaos you've been getting into with like your daughter and <laughs> just how, how you balance that right now, you know, cause obviously you still have, you have still have commitments and responsibilities yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, I started drinking at about one today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's not say um, who that oil and gas company is, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 let's not. Um, I have a five-year-old, and I think we're about a day and a half from full mutiny. Um, <laughs> she is, she is almost taken over, um, and 
Um, teachers should be paid about $1.4 million a year because they deal with my daughter more than I deal with her. Um, and she's a fucking psychopath like her dad. And this is the first time I've ever had to spend like real hard hours, um, you know, like 12 hours awake with her. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck did I get myself into? And why is she just like me? So, yeah, um, it's a, it's an ordeal. So is it, is it similar to, you know, kind of being stuck in a, a house with a roommate in college that you're just not getting along with, you know, it's just, just chaos. I mean, obviously it's, it's your daughter, so it's, it's a little bit different, but I know cause she, she was born in May, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she'll she, be, uh. She'll be six on the first May first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She's two years or two two days older than my son. So they're relatively close. So I I definitely feel you, man. It's been words can't explain. <laughs> it's just it, it's nutty. And I that's just a taste of, you know, look at what you're going through and having to help support. And then, you know, we've got, you know, two young kids. I mean, there's, there's a hell of a lot of people out there with more kids uh, and more challenges. I can't even imagine, like, with three, four kids, I, I don't even know how you would stay sane. I'd be in jail. I'd be in jail. You would see those articles, like, mom drives her kids into lake. And I'm like, how could you do that? <laughs> And then, you know, I'm a homeschool teacher for two days. And I'm like, well, really? Well, she, I kind of, no, wait, no, I can't do that. I can't agree with her. That's maybe she's a horrible person. Well, I mean, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it comes out that that three-year-old wouldn't eat a PB and J when he asked for one, I kind of fucking understand. <laughs> Uh, we we played a game yesterday when uh, my daughter came up to me and she was like, any question I asked, you have to say, yes, Miss Unicorn Princess. And I was like, I'm too tired. I don't care. Yes, whatever. And so for like an hour, I was like, yes, Unicorn Princess. She's like, if you tell me no, a friend has to come over. I'm like, eh, yep, can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> We got, and she kept asking me like ridiculous ass questions and we got up to three no's and I was like, fuck this game, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I don't care. Here, take this sippy drink that tastes like NyQuil. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I can relate. And it's, uh, I don't know, I think pretty soon we, like we've kind of on our side it's kind of optional between working from home and working from the office i mean it's in that same essential category so it's you know if you can work at the office you work at the office but uh obviously there there's some some leeway there but uh you know cause same boat as you in the oil and gas side so it's it's just trying to balance that between supporting your wife and taking care of your family and just trying to, to really gauge what the hell is going on. Um, 
and what you need to do to to move forward. It's just a weird time, man. Yeah, they came out and said, uh, I think they're going to cancel school, like in school learning until for like for the rest of the year. And I was just like, what in the hell am I going to like at some point? My work is going to go back to normal because I'm off, uh, I'm off right now. I'm working from home. But at some point, I'm going to have to go back. And if. I have to leave. I can't leave a five-year-old home. She'll burn the house down and, you know, (laughs) sacrifice my dog or, you know, whatever. I don't know. She's a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's 90% 90 of America, they were, you know, both parents work two jobs. And I'm like, what in the, there's not enough daycares out there to accept. Like I have a 13-year-old he can, fend for himself if he's hungry you know he can he can make his own food but a five-year-old can i'm like ah she can't be by herself i'm just like what are parents gonna um, you know what are parents gonna do there's not enough daycares out there to house all these heathens <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what what's gonna go on I mean, it's just... Spe- yeah like you know, when some spring break and winter break in normal years, we have her go to the Y. But if the Y shut down also, which is probably going to happen, I don't know what to do. I don't know, man. I think we're going to see. I mean, assuming that this like pushes out and carries on for the while, I think we'll see a lot of these, a lot of people that either kind of lost their jobs or maybe they're just kind of being postponed like in restaurants and some of these places that are getting shut down, you know, maybe they get pushed over to help support with, you know, childcare for quote unquote essentials. And I mean, I, I think everybody's going to kind of ebb and morph to, to help and support in that regard, but it's just weird, man. Yeah. Like I know both you and I, I mean, we both came up through the the hospitality uh, side and restaurants and, you know, it's, yeah, <laughs> you know, we're in oil and gas right now. That's, I mean, you're getting, we're getting hit from a, that side of the business and then you have restaurants and they're getting nailed and it's just, it's rough. Yeah. I mean, in our business, not only is it, you know, coronavirus is also like oil crashed all at the same time. <laughs> so that sucks. But I mean, I'm not complaining. We're still open. Restaurants are closed. That you know, I can't imagine being with totally without income. I know people that own. I have friends that own restaurants and bars, and or you know, friends that work in restaurants and bars, and they're just unemployed. I'm like, man, I I can't even imagine what that's like. And I'm, you know, our all of our college years where we grew up in restaurants and bars and you know i know i remember when i was in college i needed that money to you know pay rent and all that and i I just can't imagine just waking up one day and like i didn't do anything wrong but i don't have a job anymore i mean yeah just just you know just eat and go out and i mean i hate saying socialize but i mean it's still 
Uh, I mean, I know it's a, a low priority in the, you know, the hierarchy of needs, but, you know, I can't even imagine, like, you just don't even have the ability to, to make money, which is, uh, you know, essential. So it's, man, it's wacky. You know, it's. Well, it's, it's fucking weird. insane. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows how long it's going to carry on. So, I mean, I'll, I'll shift this a little bit, but I know that one thing that would normally keep us all sane would be able to have some form of sports. Um, and I know you're, yeah. you're a big Red Sox fan. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pile it on there. <laughs> I mean, given the fact that you're at least able to watch spring training, um, you know, Oh wait, no, can't do that. No. <laughs> um, you know, do you, that, I think the highlight of my the past couple of weeks in terms of sports, you know, has been just hearing all the news. Uh, NFL free agency about NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been living on that. I'm like, oh my, oh my god, who's going where? Who's going where? Yeah, um, yeah. That's been the only light in this very dark, dark cloud. Is just. Every time my phone goes, I'm like, oh, my God, who signed where? <laughs> I mean, really, that's that's all I have. And I don't even look forward to seeing anything about Boston sports because I'm a Boston sports fan, and it's not been good. It's not been good. <laughs> yeah, so, so give us – I mean, if we're going to get into it a little bit more specifically, so – Obviously, no baseball. That's that's pretty much shut down. No. I don't even know if they they've never they really haven't even. I don't think the MLB has actually released what they're going to do in terms of uh, their manager with the whole kind of cheating thing, similar to what Houston has gone through. Correct? Oh, you mean you mean it was all all the Astros' fault, <laughs> and we just brought we hired him unbeknowingly, and he of, just of he course. was like. He was a cancer in our, in our, <laughs> in our, it, it, it's just everything. And he ruined everything for Boston sports. Yeah. I'm told, yeah. 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 Let's talk about that. <laughs> so aside from that, <laughs> I mean, Fuck but they, score. <laughs> they haven't, they haven't said anything about what, what his punishment is yet though. Right. Like, or no, what? no, like, no. They've been really quiet on that and they've had a lot of time to think on it. Like, yeah, they have. And I'm, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I want to be like, if I was, because Rob Manfred has taken a lot of heat about being shitty at like handling situations. And I bet he's like, huh, thank God for this pandemic because no one's talking about the Red Sox right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you think this is like when he sneaks it in and just like uh, half a season ban? I, I, and this isn't me being like Red Sox bias. I'm hoping that he is dumb enough to think that people are going to forget about it, and he tries to sweep it under the rug. Like, ah, but it's just the Astros. Okay, let's play ball. Baseball's back. Oh, blah 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm hoping. Like, I think he's going to, like, try and, like, like, just sweep it under the rug. That's what I think. Because if another, like, huge, like, 
you know, they're sending prostitutes to the visitor's dugout or whatever to steal signs. And like, it's just going to like blow it all up even more. And as a Red Sox fan, I just hope we were smarter than just banging on a fucking trash can. That's all I care about. <laughs> hey, strategy. <laughs> hey, it worked for a little while. Yeah, I mean, you got a ring out of it, and your owner's dumb enough to be like, well, we, it didn't help us. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I won't. I enjoy going to the. Obviously, living here, I enjoy going to the, the Astros games. But I'm still a, a Rockies fan deep down inside, and still follow them. It's just they don't give me anything worth the cheering for. And sadly, right. as much as right. I do, it always starts off great in the beginning of the season. You're all positive, and then you just kind of fizzle out as <laughs> the, the losses pile on, <laughs> just slowly dying. <laughs> Uh, so who's your football team? Yeah, so tell me, Brady, what what what's the thoughts on on that? Uh, I I never thought he was coming back. Um, dealing with Belichick, he's uh like your cranky step grandma that tolerates you because you're married to her son. Um, I didn't think there was any chance he was coming back because he took so many team-friendly deals that he just wanted to get paid. And he probably didn't want to get cussed out in, like, the practice, like, reviewing film room. And going to Bill uh, uh, Arians – what's his first name? Arians. Head coach of the – yeah, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Arians. Like, can you go from one polar opposite to the to another? Like in head coaches, like Bill Belichick's like, you're an asshole. I fucking hate your face. And then you, like Bruce Arians, he's like, what's up, brother? I fucking love you. What's up, man? Let's go play golf. Let's throw some dominoes. Like. I mean, I want to play for that guy. I don't want to play for Belichick. I want to win Super Bowls, but I don't want to get cussed out for forgetting to put the lid on my water bottle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it, I'm not mad. At, I'm I am not mad at Tom Brady at all. I hope, I hope he wins two more Super Bowls and goes home and bangs his hot ass wife all night long and thinks about me. <laughs> Cause I'll be thinking about him. <laughs> so what is, what is New England going to do in the, the interim? Like what, what's the, uh, the solution? So it's probably not what Brian Hoyer is that what, what's going on? Oh yeah. Fuck that guy. He's like seven foot tall. Can't throw a ball. He tried to throw it at me and hit you in the forehead. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's all fun, fun and games until the Patriots tank for Trevor Lawrence. I'm just saying that. Or, uh, you know, your guy in Houston has been really good at uh, selling team chemistry. So maybe 
your quarterback gets so pissed off that he don't want to be there anymore. And uh, Belichick convinces Deshaun Watson and old uh, Billy Stooges to, uh, you know, trade quarterbacks for, I don't know, second-round pick and, I don't know, some Boston clam chowder or some shit like that. I don't even, I don't even think that's, uh, that's necessary. Obviously, we need a, a wide receiver right now, so I wouldn't be surprised if we just trade Deshaun Watson straight up for Edelman. Just Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That, that that sounds about right. Um, you know, maybe we'll throw in a fourth round pick just to make it even. Yeah, um, I mean, you got to make it square because <laughs> <laughs> trading like what a twenty four year old quarterback for like a thirty four year old white receiver that's five foot four. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make that. You gotta make that right with us, Billio Stooge. Jesus Christ! The part that I found the the most hilarious is not only did he trade the franchise receiver, and Deshaun Watson's like only target. Because what do you have? Like Kenny Stills, who was hurt, I don't know, eight out of the 16 weeks. And what's the other guy? Uh, what's your other receiver? Yeah, I mean, all, all of them. Willie Steed? No, 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 no. I mean, all of them been hurt the entire season, you know, and it's just – I don't even know what, what they're thinking because, I mean – They've got yeah. no depth. You're talking Will Fuller, but uh, Will Fuller—that's what I was talking about. Yeah, but Could, I mean, even then, like that guy couldn't buy a hamstring on Amazon if he tried. <laughs> and at least we got Randall Cobb now, you know. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's sign somebody four years removed from being great. That's cool. <laughs> what you're on a podcast? <laughs> Look, you're right there. Say hi. <laughs> You're YouTube Hello. famous. I am? Yeah. What do you want? Can I have popcorn? Huh? Can I have popcorn? You can have popcorn, but not right now. Is it no princess unicorn? Is that what it is? Yeah, no princess unicorn. You cannot have popcorn right now. You don't have to call me princess unicorn. Oh, okay. I don't. Go inside, please. You came when you um, get inside? Maybe. <laughs> Dad. Yeah. Go inside, I'm busy. What's that? I'm trying to be famous. Shut your mouth. <laughs> hey. I'm famous too. Man, I swear. <clears throat> Dad, I'm, I'm YouTube famous too. Oh, yeah, you're YouTube famous. Cool. Yeah. So, also, <laughs> <laughs> back before the little monster and it, you know intervened, you traded your number one receiver for a guy the Cardinals were probably going to cut in two days. How awesome does that make you feel? Yeah, man. We, we were talking about this on like a podcast right before this. And, I mean, you talk about that, you know, so let's say you you don't make that trade, 
and two days later you have Gurley. No, you never make that trade. Yeah, let's say let's say you don't. Okay, Gurley's a free agent. Melvin Gordon's a free agent. Like you have two running backs you could pick up, or you could just get David Johnson on the cheap after he's cut. You know, it's just yes, he was going to be cut. Nothing about that two trade days makes later sense at all. Like and. I mean, go back to the year before. You traded for Carlos Hyde, and the Chiefs were going to cut him the next day. But you're like, I'll, I'll give you a fourth. And Chiefs are like, okay, are you drunk? And you're like, no, totally sober. Have a fourth-round pick. They're like, okay, dummy. <laughs> Why don't you wait yeah. till tomorrow? You can have him for free. And they're like, no, got to have him today. I can. Like, you guys can need a you guys need a fucking general manager bad. Yeah. Or <laughs> I want to sell whatever I can to Bill O'Brien. Cause I mean, I, I, I don't want to know his, his stock game, but I have to imagine that as he buys high and he, uh, sells, sells as low as possible. <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know. Uh, who else is in the Texans division? Uh, so you got Indy, Jacksonville, uh, Tennessee. There it is, Jacksonville. He has a deal in place to become the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach next year. It's just written on a napkin. And they're like, hey, you're the general manager. Fuck that shit up before you leave. You got – Ten million a year next year. He's like done. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this team. <laughs> Who's our best receiver? Nope, gone. I'm gonna give him, give him away for a guy who doesn't have wrists. Yeah, dude. He's a he's a fucking psychopath. Houston should be rioting, not because of the coronavirus, but because. The general manager of their football team is a f- fucking idiota. Yeah, I think you got everybody in the city of Houston that uh, agrees. Bang on some fucking trash cans. Let them know. I mean, that's how y'all communicate. We've been trying. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's, nothing's working. <laughs> We don't get it. Like it, it worked before. <laughs> oh man, I work with a guy and his favorite team. Like he's a Houston guy through and through. And God, these last few months have been so magical for me, just because I love talking an insane amount of shit. And he's just like, I, I can't say I have no rebuttal. I can't. You just have to take it. Yeah, he's like, I'm looking for a new baseball team. <laughs> And then I taste him after the Hopkins trade, and he's like, uh, I'm looking for a new football team, too. <laughs> he's like, Houston's Houston's leaving me. Fuck that place. Fuck them. <laughs> Man, it's, yeah. So when do you think um, – so when sports does come back, obviously baseball's – Schedule-wise, probably going to be first. Are they playing in empty stadium? How long are they playing in empty stadiums before uh, they let people back in? 
Or is the whole season just gone? I don't think so. I think they'll reduce the season. I mean, the, the season's already long as hell, you know, already. Yeah, too long. Too long. You know, even if you half that season, it still would be entertaining, Um, it, in my opinion. You know, I, I think they won't come back until they know they can get full stadiums or at least, you know, 50% capacity. You know, everybody's got to sit six feet apart. Um, but you can go to a stadium. Well, in Miami um, and in Miami, that's not going to be a problem. They're like regular season <laughs> <laughs> or Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that'd be my guess is that they'll they'll wait until they can at least get fans in the seats because that that's what makes baseball baseball. You know. Yeah. So here's my idea. They say baseball's back on. You need you're gonna need a month for like spring training because you got to get these guys up to snuff, kind of. So you play that whole month with uh, your September squad. You know when they call up the minor leaguers. Mm-hmm. You play that in, in an empty stadium. You play a month of that. No one's going to go to those games either anyway, unless you're like a diehard diehard because, you know, Garrett Cole is pitching one inning, three innings max, or, you know, whoever your favorite player is. And then they let them go. They play a 50-game schedule or whatever it is. Let the fans in. Boom. Here we go. I don't think there'd be anything wrong with that, man. Like, I, that's my I, idea. I mean, to me, it'd be exciting because they they still expanded the playoffs, though. Correct? Um, I believe they did. Yeah, they let uh, one other team in. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I'm so used to uh, winning the World Series. I I don't know. Yeah, yours is tainted too. I mean, we have so many more of those. It's not really that tainted. <laughs> the last one is. The last one's tainted. Maybe a little bit. If ours is tainted, if ours is tainted yours is tainted. <laughs> but I'm just waiting to waiting to release the news of how tainted it really is. Like Manfred just wants to keep sizing up that taint. Well, you know, Manfred was a partial owner of the Red Sox. You realize that, right? I did not. Oh, yeah. He was a minority owner. So he's like, I don't want to burn my former team. You know what I mean? I don't think it's going to be as bad. Honestly, just because John Henry is going to be like, listen, motherfucker, I should be your boss. <laughs> just because you got a little power <laughs> doesn't mean you can do shit to me. It's like a uh, Scarface and that one guy. When he killed his best friend or whatever, it's going to be kind of that same scenario. 
say like uh obviously it's it's march right now i see it's march 24th and if we don't get major sports back until september i mean that's that's a long time before we get football baseball basketball you know worst case scenario which also means no fantasy sports during that time um you know which is a a a nice way to pass time to say the least um what are you going to do to stay sane are we going to end up playing like some weird fantasy sport somehow like on something that I, I have no idea on ESPN eight. Uh, you know, we're going to start. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I started an XFL fantasy football league because I couldn't go that long without fantasy football. So I will find something to bet on. Um, I just heard they postponed the summer Olympics until next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure you were gutted. Yeah. I mean, I, was, I had a lot of money on the Jamaican bobsled team <laughs> for the summer, for the summer Olympics. I, you know, had them as my gold medalist. Um, I'm sure Bill O'Brien was probably a, a, a right there with you. I mean, you mean Billy or Stooge? Yeah. <laughs> um, Billy, 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 we got a great idea. It's, it's, it's hot take, hot take. <laughs> Jamaicans, bobsled team, gold. Summer gold. Olympics. Gold. <laughs> well, He's like, yeah, yeah. But I need some money. Well, fucking sell Hopkins. Um, I'm going to trade the Jamaican bobsled team for Nairobi. Is that a country? <laughs> and a fourth round pick. No way. No, I better give them a fourth round pick. <laughs> <sighs> um, if sports doesn't come back, <sighs> that's a world that I don't want to live in. <laughs> I feel like bum fights are going to make a hard comeback. <laughs> I mean, really, if bum fights are the only sport you see in, on the internet, as despicable as it is, <laughs> a lot of people are going to watch it. <laughs> Man, I think something, something's going to come about if something's going to manifest like through all this that's going to keep us entertained like you just see with all these people that are working from home and all this free time you know i say free time because some definitely have more than others some are actually working from home but you know there's, there's... <laughs> yeah i work from 6 30 in the morning till five in the afternoon but uh, I mean, some, I'm, something's going to happen. I'm still on Some, the clock. Some, something's going to happen, man. Like something's going to start entertaining people. Um, I don't know, man. Like me and me and my wife, we were watching a movie last night. At, we were watching uh, 2012, like that apocalypse movie. Oh, great choice in these times. Yeah. 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 We were just entertained. <laughs> we just wanted something different, you know, just something entertaining that's 
obviously, yeah, it's it's ironic. Yeah. And we know what we were watching, but yeah, it's weird because yeah. it, there, dude, there's there's scenes in the movie that were showing people at a party, like you know, twenty five people in the same room, everybody all close to each other, and that looks strange. And no one and had mask like, on. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm starting to think that people socializing looks weird. Like, you know, we're like, when when does that go back? Are we going to be like this like for a long time now? Like, where we feel like I'm, we can't even get close to people. I mean. I've never liked a lot of people, so it's not that different for me. <laughs> I was out my, my driveway today, and there's this lady walking her dog across the street, and I just, like, glared at her. I was like, you better keep that motherfucker across the street or I'll kill you. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah. I would think that if we weren't in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think it's definitely going to reset um, a lot of shit. Hopefully for the better. I don't know. Well, I guess kind of on on that note, you know, since we're kind of coming up on our, we're nearing our our sixty minute mark, um, which not that we have a a mark or anything, but I got forty eight. Yeah, I've got forty eight minutes. God damn it! But I'm saying it's going to take some time. <laughs> Before we get to that 60 minute mark. <laughs> if you're homeschooling your kids, you're screwed. What's <laughs> <laughs> 20 plus 20? That's oh, about 60, Dad. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a Texans fan, so it all make it should all make sense. It's about 60 and a fourth rounder. <laughs> we'll give you a guy who has bad wrists. <laughs> No, seriously though. I mean, what's 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 your final from from Barsville, Oklahoma? You know, what's what's your final feedback for everyone? Kind of from you. What 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 does Brent advise everybody else uh, as far as how to handle this over the next few months? Uh, this is not advice for me. This is advice for my wife because she's way smarter than I am. Stay the fuck home. Wash your hands. Um, it's bad. It's going to get worse. Wiping your ass isn't that big of a deal. Spare some toilet paper for the rest of us. That's just my, my two cents right there. Cause I only have like four rolls left in my house. Um, and, and how much toilet paper is it? Is enough toilet paper? Uh, three sheets. If you need more than that, take a fucking shower. <laughs> so what do we do if you run out of toilet paper? Man, get, got take a shower. shower. I've got take a hose. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a redneck way longer and I've been scared about running out of toilet paper. We got water hoses. Uh, <laughs> man, it, it was probably about five months ago. My wife, she came up. She's like, yeah, I read something on the news. It said like one in, one in 12 people take a shit in the shower. And I was like, what the fuck? Like they do? do? Yeah. I was like, how does that one in twelve? She's like, do they just they shit on the floor and like stomp it into the drain? (laughs) (laughs) And at the time I was like, that's fucking crazy. But now you're like now it's like, well, if 
If it got really bad, I guess. I guess uh, it <laughs> Who's that one person I could call to tell me their strategy? Dude, the top of my like drain comes off, so I could just like drop trowel and just like move the drain back on. I don't even have to stomp it. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> You know, the thing get caught oh. up and somebody come over and be like, well. <laughs> if somebody comes over to my house to take a shower, we got way more problems. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> why are you coming to my house to take a shower? <laughs> <laughs> B, you better live with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shit <clears throat> shower, man. Yeah. <laughs> you better bend over and grab your ankles and wash your butthole off. <laughs> well, fuck, man. I appreciate you being my guinea pig on this podcast. And fuck yeah, uh, let's do it again. Especially, yeah, like, especially like when talk shit about the Astros. Hey, I, I'd before, be more than happy to bring you on before the Red Sox shit comes out. Cause I feel yeah. like I'm, I feel like we're going to be playing the same violin after that comes out. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I got it recorded, so that's even better. So next yeah. podcast, I can I can play back your shit talking. <laughs> Remember you talking shit about my baseball team? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one time you're talking about shit in Bill O'Brien's shower? <laughs> oh, I totally would. You mean Billy O'Stooge? <laughs> Or Bill Belichick, whatever. No, but Same I mean, day. it was a bad day for Boston fans. It was St. Patty's Day. They closed the bars. Tom Brady left. They couldn't even go drink their sorrows away. Two days later, our ace on the baseball team was like, hey, I'm having Tommy John. I mean, what do you do? It's a testament to America that they didn't riot. I mean, I'm just saying. No, just saying. I, I saw that on social media, and it, it, was, it was pretty, pretty fucking funny. But yeah, I'm surprised that there wasn't uh, uh, mass chaos in in Boston. Yeah, I mean, hopefully but, they drink from their home enough to, that where they didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> shit man i i appreciate it this was fun um yeah fuck let's do it again yeah we'll bring you we'll bring you on on the uh the sports podcast we have when we actually can get back into that but uh i'll bring you back on as well for whatever whatever this actually turns into so oh by the way have you uh speaking of sports we don't have any right now just google garrett cole and his wife playing catch I don't know who his wife is, but she's got a fucking cannon. And it's impressive. Google that. Uh, yeah, I'm Googling it right now. She definitely played uh, some ball in her life. I think I've actually seen that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to find that at some point in time. Yeah, she must have played softball or something. <clears throat> and he, have you seen uh, Joe Buck narrating everyday lives? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
because he has nothing to commentate on. So he's just like doing play by play on everyday videos. It's spectacular. That's pretty fuck. That's what I meant. Like, as far as like something's going to manifest, it's just funny as hell that it's going to, it's going to carry on even when things go back to normal. Be like, hey, that was actually pretty fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, just think about our kids. Like, you know how, like, if I asked you where you were in, on 9 11, you could be like, oh, I was here doing this and this and this. Like, it's going to be the same for this. Like, where were you doing the corona? Blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, my dad was drunk in the garage doing a podcast with his buddy Nate. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm like, yes, yes, you're so right. But I mean. You want to listen to it? <laughs> like, that's when I became YouTube famous. I came out of the garage talking shit. But I mean, for real, like. This is going to be a thing. Like, where were you when the you were quarantined by the corona? And I've never fucking seen it. Like, I don't think we will ever see anything like this ever in our life. And it's pretty astounding. And hopefully, hopefully we come out better on the other end. That's all I hope. No, I agree, man. Like, unless an asteroid <laughs> is starting to head our way or aliens, like, land on our planet, I don't think we'll see anything quite like this. Well, if there's an asteroid, we better get fucking um, diehard Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck up there fucking stat. And if it's aliens, the fucking crazy guy from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Because he's going to try, he's going to fly a biplane into those and save us all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's, let's, let's end on that. Uh, with yeah. planning for our, our savior. <laughs> yeah. Cousin uh, Eddie, man. God bless you. Yeah, this let's do this man. again. Let's do this yeah. again. This is fun. No, let's plan on it. Uh, you know, I think I'll I'll get some more probably next week going on. So if you're free and you want to pass time, um, I'll reach out because I mean, there's it's just okay, fun. Let's to do, do man. it tomorrow. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Okay. I have I'll a follow. lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gonna be like Brent Butler again. <laughs> <laughs> All he does is drink and smoke and piss. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that guy's yeah. that guy's America. <laughs> lives in Bartlesville, bro. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. And, I, uh, I tried to hide the camera when I was doing all three of those dude, things. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you, man. Uh, but no, seriously, like, thank your wife for what she's doing too. And good luck with your, your daughter this week and your other kiddo, but, uh, I'll, I'll reach out and we'll, we'll do another podcast here in the next few days or next week or so. Have you ever, before I go, have you ever seen that, uh, Saturday night live skit where Will, uh, where Will Ferrell was on the like morning show and the teleprompter went out? No. <laughs> 
Okay, Google it, and it's it's like what it's like having a kid at home. It's what it ex- escalates to. Yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah, it's fucking madness. <laughs> Just Google uh, Will Will Ferrell teleprompter. I'm sure it'll come up. And yeah, that's what it's like trying to homeschool a five-year-old. <laughs> Log some more stories and some more adventures, and uh, let's talk about it again. Yeah, let's do it. This is fun. <laughs> you know what we should do? Can you converse call somebody on this? Um, Like who? I don't know. Anyone? I mean, pretty much we can send this. So we can have, I think, up to six people on this. You know what we should do? We Like we should co-host, invite somebody unbeknowingly when they answer, just start bagging on them. <laughs> I mean, that's at least an hour of entertainment. Well, then I'll, I'll put it on your hands. Think of some people that were maybe Rob Manfred. A, a person. Um. The short guy from the Astros. What's his name? Altuve. Can you get his number? (laughs) (laughs) Buzz him. Buzz him. Or bang a trash can. He might answer. Mr. Altuve, we have a a translator here for you. (laughs) Como esta? Muy bien. Y tú? (laughs) I know high school Spanish. Does that help? Ask him where his trash can is, bro. Ask him where his trash can is. Uh, Donde esta el baño? El. (laughs) (laughs) Donde esta el curveball? (laughs) Ah, see. (laughs) You're like, hey, get them. (laughs) All right, man. All right, brother. You have a good night, but uh, let's let's do this again soon. Yeah. Fucking A. Let's do it. All right. Later, bro. All right. Later.